Welcome to the Service Driven Life Podcast. I am your host, Tracy Clark, and I have set up over 4,000 nonprofits and received over $10 million in grant funding. This podcast is designed to highlight community heroes and give tips on nonprofit and service-based business growth. Grand Rising Earth Angels, I hope you all had an absolutely wonderful Thanksgiving break. If you celebrate, I hope you got some time for self-care, some time with family, some time with some good food. Um, For those of you who participated in Giving Tuesday, how did it go? How did it go? I hope you guys got the results that you are wanting. Um, I hope it really gave you an opportunity to talk more about your nonprofit. I know I received a couple of um, newsletters from some nonprofits, uh, specifically on Giving Tuesday. And I thought that was awesome to send out a newsletter um, and to remind people of the importance of giving on that specific day. If you guys don't know, on Giving Tuesday, many companies um, such as Facebook matches um, the donations that you receive for your nonprofit organization. So it's a great time to make your donations stretch even further. So I'm curious to know, message me on Instagram at Tracy Angelica Clark, or send me an email info at clarkandclark.org on what you thought on Giving Tuesday, especially if this was your first one. But being at that, we just had Giving Tuesday. The title of this particular podcast is what do you do when you don't get the results you expected? What do you do, whether it's this is Giving Tuesday, whether it's a fundraiser that you did, whether it's a grant that you wrote, or if it's a program that you actually put onto the community and you don't get the results that you expected? What's next? What do you do? You know, all of these different thoughts run through your mind, you know, of of reasons why and of, you know, what you did wrong and things like that. Um, But for me, particularly being an entrepreneur and being at that, I have run several programs and I have done so many different things over the last 15 years as an entrepreneur. Just a little background. If you guys are new listeners, um, I actually started my first business at the age of 10. I was doing hair at the age of 10. I was managing a pizza shop at the age of 12. Um, I owned a daycare. I owned a fitness studio. And for the last 15 years, I've been helping nonprofits to grow, um, specifically minority nonprofits, to grow in the community, to get funded and to get through their first couple of years as a nonprofit. And with all of that being said, there are so many different programs, so many different um, sales and promotions, so many different fundraising tactics I have done either for myself or for one of my clients. And we have had the opportunity on several occasions to not get the results that we expected. And I want to go through the process of um, the things that have helped me when the results do not exactly come through the way that they're expected. You don't get the full grant amount you wanted, or maybe you don't get the grant at all. Um, people don't show up to an event that you were planning for the community, not the at least not the amount of people that you wanted to show up, or maybe you don't receive the donations that you expected on a particular day of the year, like Giving Tuesday. So we're going to go over three different Uh, tips that I would give when you don't get the results that you expected. Let's dive right in. Number one, 
<laughs> learn the lessons, learn the lessons, make sure you're always seeing everything and seeing every opportunity from a student's perspective. What can I learn from this? What can I gain from this? What would I do differently the next time I launch or the next time I put on this program or the next time that I do this fundraiser? Be open to the lessons that you're going to be going to be getting because if you look at every experience as a lesson, you never feel like it's a wash or you never feel like you, you're losing. Because even if even if not even one person shows up or even if um, even if you don't get any donations, which typically that's not the case, it's typically you didn't get as much as you were wanting to get. But no matter what you get, you got that lesson. You got that opportunity to say, okay, where's the areas that I could have showed up more in that I didn't show up in? What are the things that worked and what are the things that didn't work? You know, so be open to those lessons because the thing about it is, is if you get, even if you get the bare minimum of three or four people to donate, that's awesome. What made them donate? It's an opportunity for you to study and for you to really treat it like a um, almost you can almost treat it like a uh, test or like just a, you know, just a tester or uh, there's a specific word that people like to utilize. Um, I utilize it all the time, too. But of course, when I'm looking for it, <laughs> I can't find it. It'll come back to me and I'll uh, I'll say it when it comes back to when it comes back. But like I was saying is just using it as a tester or just really seeing things as a course or a class or something that you can learn, always treating every experience and everything that you're doing as a learning lesson. And when you look at it that way, there are no losses. There are no everything that you do, you get the opportunity to learn and you get the opportunity to grow. So there are no losses. So that way you get to change that perspective because that's the only thing that you control. One of the things I was talking about, and I actually may come on and talk a little bit about this, um, but uh, you know, you guys can look it up as well. Um, it may be in the next episode that I'll talk a little bit about the self-coaching model. I was talking to that, um, talking about this with our private group um, last week when we did our private class and just kind of talking about the self-coaching model. And if you guys don't know it, uh, it's you start with your circumstances. You have basically these five different categories and you have circumstances, you have your thoughts, you have your feelings, you have your actions and you have the results. So whatever the results are that you want, whatever those results are, a certain amount of donations, a certain amount that you want to bring in, maybe a certain amount of people that you want to serve. You put that the results there in that results section and then you are able to align everything else into that so in that self-coaching model to be able to create those results what actions do I need to take what would I need to take to be able to touch um, 30 lives this year if that's your goal as a nonprofit and then you break it down to okay what are the thoughts that I'm having about this and what thoughts do I need to have about this in order to inspire these actions and or and in order to keep things going or what are the thoughts that are blocking me and because from those thoughts, you have the feelings, which kind of is almost like the heartbeat of the action that you're taking and the results that you're getting. So I'll break it down into more detail, but feel free to look it up. It's called the self-coaching model. It's um, You can look it up on YouTube or podcasts or anything like that, and I'm sure they'll describe it a whole lot better. But the reason why I specifically bring that up is because 
when you come from that self-coaching model aspect, circumstances is the only thing that you have absolutely no control of. Everything else, all of those other things, the thoughts, the feelings, um, the actions, the results, all of those other things you have control over. And you can change your perspective. You can look at it differently. You can make adjustments to all of those things outside of the circumstances. So once you have the circumstances, you then can just take and say, okay, what is my perspective? What is the perspective that I choose to have about these circumstances? And if you treat it like, okay, what lessons will I get out? Can I get out of this? What opportunities did I have? What did I learn about the people that did give? What about what did I learn about the people that did come? It just really gives you the opportunity to come at it from a more elevated and positive space. And then it gives you the opportunity to create something even better as you continue to grow. And that's what happens is you create something, you tweak it, you adjust, you create something else, you tweak it, you adjust, you create something else and you keep going. But when you, when you're kind of all in your head and you're spinning out about the process, it just slows everything down a whole lot. So that's why the first first tip is learn the lessons, see it as a lesson, change your perspective because that's one thing that you can change to what are the lessons that I see out of this? What would I do differently? Um, you know, what uh, let me really, really dig into uh, what exactly made the people donate who did donate or what exactly uh, made the people sign up for my program who did sign up for the program or who did come to my program. Or when I was able to, for the grant fundings that funding that I did receive, what did I do in this application and how can I duplicate that? Or what would I do differently? Another big thing is if you're treating it like a learning experience, go right ahead and take surveys. Take a survey, um, actually absorb the information and absorb the situation that is around you. If it's a grant, uh, a grant opportunity, please write and ask, is there any tips that you would give me um, for next time? Is there any particular reason if they don't tell you off bat? Because a lot of grants now are actually just giving you the information and letting you know like, hey, these are the things, oh my gosh, I had the most thorough denial <laughs> in the world this year for someone's grant. And literally they did not even have to give an opportunity for the person to ask why they were denied. They actually said, you know, that they were not able to receive the grant, but then they said all of the areas that that they scored good in and that they did well in. And then they said, these are the areas that we found that kind of could use some improvement. That is absolutely golden information. So if you don't get that with a grant denial, or if it's a situation where you're putting on a program, again, for those who came, dig into it. You know, what inspired you to come today? What are you looking to get out of this program today? Even for those who didn't come, if you had some type of registration list or something like that, you might even want to look into that for the next times that you're doing your events. You know, we're just curious. Surveys are something that's absolutely wonderful and something that people are people anticipate and people know that that's how businesses work. So you can, you know, even sending them a survey like, hey, just curious as to, you know, what we could have done or if there was a better day or something like that uh, that would have worked for you um, in attending this event. So gather all of that information around you treat it like a lesson like a class like school life is like a school and really gather that information and assess it okay um i'm gonna give you a little bit of story kind of a little story to almost go with each but for an example last year one of my women's programs they put on an event um it was a coaching program that was going to go out for several weeks 
and 30 women signed up for the event. 30 women started working in the program. I believe they almost all showed up the first day. But by the end of the program, there was only a handful of individuals left. And, you know, it's absolutely frustrating, especially if you're putting on a program or event in a nonprofit community and there may not be, you know, any cost or something like that. It's like, you know, how do you really encourage people to stay with it and how are you motivating people to stay with it? Um, So it can be very discouraging. But the person that I was working with just really poured into those five people who did come because guess what? You don't never know how much you're touching someone in just touching that one individual. What do I mean by that? When you're touching a one individual of of those five that she was serving, that is a mother, that is a wife. You don't know the families that you're serving. You don't know what their children are going to do. You don't know what programs you're going to ignite out of them. So just making sure you're grateful for absolutely anything and any um all of the good results that you're not just looking at the bad results, but you're also grateful for the things that you did create and the things that did go well. Make sure that you're definitely taking a look at both. And then the learning lesson for that was we're trying to think of different ways to incentivize the women for on staying and things like that, especially if it's going to be a program that's paid for by scholarship, ways to incentivize, incentive, I don't know why y'all, <laughs> help me, <laughs> incentivize, ways to incentivize um, the women that are actually, sh- that are coming and ways to keep them in there. Because, you know, the truth of the matter is sometimes there is a old, a old saying that is a still valid to this day, which is when people pay, they pay attention. So if that statement is true, you know, and if people, if it, if that's one of the things that helps people to pay attention, how do you then put on programs for as a nonprofit and get people excited and get people to stay at programs when they may not have to necessarily uh, sow any type of seed or make any type of payment. And there are several ways to do that. Um, you can do, uh, some people do like different kind of points and prizes and things that they're going to do at the end. Um, you know, and some people, sometimes people uh, do like an attendance amount, uh, attendance um, that you have to get in order for you to graduate, quote unquote, for the program, if you are going to be graduating as a program like that as well. Some people do like a sliding scale. So there are several solutions, but the the challenge or the thing that you really want to come up with is what is the question? What is the thing that you can do better? What is the challenge um, or what is the re- what is the actual challenge that's in front of you? And then now from there, what are your your brain? It's powerful. It will come up with different solutions. You have several nonprofits and small businesses around you. So you can look at them and see what they're doing um, to solve this problem. Because if it's a problem for you, more than likely it's been a problem for them as well. The second tip that I'll give is what came from it? Practice gratitude. And I kind of started leaning into that at the end of that first tip. But just practicing gratitude for whatever it is that you got. If it was one donation, if it was a small donation, someone um, someone called me one time a couple of years ago and they had gotten a grant from a specific, um, a, a very large, uh, large store, actually. Can I say the name? I don't know. So, <laughs> but they got a grant from a, from a very large store. But the grant was a gift card for $250. And they were pretty disappointed with the fact that that's all they ended up giving them was $250. And one of the things I was telling them was like, listen, 
you better squeeze everything <laughs> out of that grant that you can squeeze out of it. It's not just a grant for $250. This is an opportunity for those that you serve, for you to be able to get supplies and get things for them. Not to mention, you can also say that this program and this organization is partnered with your nonprofit. This is a large, big brand. To say that they get, were able to give you $10 is amazing, that in itself is gold. It's not the amount, but the fact that they saw something in your nonprofit and they supported your nonprofit organization. So just practicing gratitude for whatever it is that you do get. I have one nonprofit that always stands out in my mind. I tell you, that young man, <laughs> I think I've already shouted him out a couple of times on here, but it just has a, such an amazing story. And he actually started his nonprofit the same age that I started my first business, which is the age of 10. Um, and so he started his nonprofit really, really young, but for every person that donates to his organization, he actually does a, um, he actually does a, uh, a video on social media, thanking them, no matter how big, no matter how small, thanking them for donating to the organization. And that's just a way to really sink into that gratitude. That's just one. Again, is that something you have to do? No, you don't have to do it exactly like someone else has done it. That was a hard lesson for me to learn as an entrepreneur. The the thing that's really go, is going to help you is to come up with ways that work for you. But practicing gratitude in some type of way is absolutely essential when you don't get the results that you expected. Because if you got any results, that's something to be grateful for. And understand that that is dynamic information. If somebody donated $10, okay, great. This is one person that felt inspired to donate $10. If I could find out exactly what I did and exactly what type of person they are and what ignited that action for them to donate that $10, that means that I can duplicate that times hundreds, you know? So don't make anything so small that you forget to show gratitude or don't see anything, don't see something and think of it as a small thing to the point where you forget to give gratitude. That is something. Something is always better than nothing. That's just your old school <laughs> common knowledge. Something is better than nothing. So practice gratitude for whatever it is that you learn, whatever it is that you receive. Um, and I've just noticed that once you get into that mode of gratitude, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in 80% of whatever you're creating. This comes from someone who has been in business since the age of 10 years old. 80% of what you're creating has to do with your thoughts, your reaction, your mindset, your feelings. It has to do with internal. Only 20% of that is the actions that go along with it and things like that. It has to do with your own personal alignment, your own personal mindset, and practicing gratitude is a huge component of that, a huge component. Because once you get into the mode of gratitude, you start to see opportunities. When you're thinking in the mode of lack and frustration and stress, that's all you see around you is more things that, that represent lack and frustration and stress. It's all a perspective and an internal change and adjustment. The last tip that I will give you guys when you don't get the results you're expected is please, please, please don't take it personal. 
don't take it personal. This is business. <laughs> you know, whether you're in a nonprofit or in business, it is just business. It does not have anything to do with you individually. There are so many aspects that may have went along with, you know, with those particular particular results. Um, you know, maybe it's a holiday season. And for an example, if we go back to like the Giving Tuesday as an example, the there are pros and cons to Giving Tuesday. The great thing is, by the way, shout out to Give Miami. They actually received just in just themselves, Miami alone, $32 million in one day, which is absolutely awesome for uh, I think they had a thousand nonprofits that all were tied to that specific project. Um, but I was saying that all to say, going back to Giving Tuesday as an example, the challenge with it is there's a lot of nonprofits promoting. There's a lot of nonprofits, you know, this is Giving Tuesday. So it's a lot. It's the same as with Black Friday and Cyber Monday and all of those things. You know, the challenge with sales and the challenge with companies is you're competing with all of these different people who are throwing their best stuff out right now. And that's what it is with them when it comes to Giving Tuesday. So that may be the case. And it might just be the case that you may not have marketed enough for your nonprofit to be able to compete with the type of marketing that was done by other nonprofits. There are so many different factors. There are so many factors that could potentially be going on in the world, period. There are electronic and tech factors and um, algorithm factors and things like that when it comes to social media. You know, you might throw something out at one particular time of the day, but there may be another time that was better that would have got more eyes on it. So there are so many factors that has nothing to do with you personally, nothing to do with whether or not you're enough, <laughs> nothing to do with whether or not you're love, nothing to do with whether or not you're nonprofit was a good idea, nothing to do with whether or not people care about this area of the world, whether they care about, you know, um, child rights or, or women rights or, um, or women coming out of domestic violence or youth um, or at-risk youth, whatever it is that your mission is, it has nothing to do with these personal things and these things that, you know, these reasons that sometimes pop up in your head. So do not take it personally. You know, start. That's why if you go into the learning um, aspect of it and start to look into, okay, well, why are why do I think I didn't get the results that I expected? What are what would I have done differently in order to be able to get the proper results? You know, and what are the things that linked when it, with the people that I did get results from? You know, when you go into it with that student mindset, it's easier to not let your t yourself take things personally and not start telling yourself all of these things about you because of these results that your business or your nonprofit did not get for whatever reasons. So again, learn the lessons, see the opportunities. What would I do differently? What are the things that I can get from this? I guarantee you any action step you take that you put yourself out there, that you actually, you know, did a ask, ask someone to donate something, filled out a grant application, promoted something, anything like that, where you had to step out and actually put yourself out there, I guarantee you there is something to learn from it. So find out what that thing is and what you need to learn from this, because whatever that thing is, that's what you need in order to be able to get to the next level and the next level that you're going to and that you're wanting to get to as a nonprofit or as a small business. Number two, 
Practicing gratitude, 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 gratitude. What can I be grateful for? What are the results that I did get that I can really just sit into and let them soak into me and really just practice gratitude for anybody that felt ignited to give to my organization um, in any type of way, in any type of small way? How can I practice gratitude for that? There was a um, young lady that I was coaching that was just saying that she started a program um, and launched her program for a nonprofit and she had 20 people to show up and, you know, she was kind of upset. I think she had a higher, um, um, she, she's reached out to several people, but she had 20 people that showed up and she was just so really frustrated about it. That 20 people is amazing. (laughs) A room full of 20 people. Some don't let the virtual world and the social media world and the world of looks and likes. Looks and likes and engagement and people who are actually supporters and going to support you are two total different things. Two total different things. So don't let the the vanity numbers um, of thousands and hundreds and things like that pull you from the gratitude of 20 people who are right in front of who you who raised their hand and said, yes, I need help from your nonprofit or yes, I want to donate or yes, I want to support you a volunteer in some type of way. Don't forget to have gratitude for them from looking at these thousands of people who did not make the same decision. And an easy way to do that is put yourself in that position of one of those 20. What are they? Chop liver? <laughs> you know, so practicing that gratitude, practicing that gratitude. Don't take it personal again, watching your thoughts and watching the things that you're saying uh, about yourself and about your beliefs and about your the things you created and you personally because of these results or because of these circumstances. Those are the three things that the three top things that you can do and tips when you don't get the results you expected. I'll end guys with a really encouraging story that one of my nonprofits went into year 2022 and they applied, they decided that they were gonna apply for one grant per month and five grants guys, five grants, almost the whole first half of the year, they got denied, 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 denied five times. And they were frustrated they were upset. They were like, you know, I don't know. I don't know if, you know, if I need to continue applying for grants um, or if I just need to. They didn't really know what to do. They were really frustrated, but they continue, They decided to continue to just focus on the value, continue to focus on giving back and doing what they're doing with the community, continue to applying for grants as well, continue to be grateful for the donations they did get and then, and be grateful for the engagement and the volunteers and the things like that that they get did get. By the end of the year, guys, they have hit their first six figures in funding as a nonprofit. So again, getting results that you don't expect are all a part of the process. And if you can start that process, and if you could put your big girl pants on and really like just start the process and be okay with feeling whatever feelings you have to feel and, you know, getting over the fear of failure and allowing yourself, one of my um, client's favorite terminology to use is hurry up and fail. Because when you get out of that notion of the fear of failure and getting frustrated about failure, what are you going to do if you don't get your results? And you get all of that stuff out, then you can really start doing the work. You can really start learning the lessons and you can really start growing because it's doing the thing that really provides the most growth. It's doing the thing that provides the most growth. 
All right. So I hope that could be some encouragement for you guys to just keep going. If you don't get the results, if you do get the results, if you do get them, you know, really, really, really study how you were able to do that so you can continue to repeat it and continue to practice the things that you practice to be able to get those results. But definitely don't let not getting the results that you expected stop you from putting yourself out there and from accomplishing the vision and the mission that you've been called to do. Thank you so much for listening. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please feel free to leave a review. If there was some type of nugget that you got out of this last episode. And if you are not following us on social media, you can follow us on Instagram at Tracy Angelica Clark. And our website is ClarkandClark.org. If you are interested in starting a nonprofit organization and you don't know where to begin, we have set up over 4,000 nonprofit organizations and we've helped them to receive over $11.5 million in grant funding. So reach out to me and I'll let you know when our next training program starts and I'll get you all the details on how to get started with a nonprofit today. If you have not already downloaded our free nonprofit crash course and checklist, you can do so at ClarkandClark.org and I'll see you guys in the next one.